Officially in the books, and my overall take from NFL Week One is these kickers stink, man. <laughs> Mad missed field goals. I don't yeah. know what the kickers were doing all off season. Clearly, went practicing, but man, they were out there in unison. The best of them too. <laughs> like Cincinnati's kicker was literally the clutchest kicker in the league last year. This dude couldn't hit nothing. He Extra point, oh, thirty yarder, forty yarder, <laughs> in the ten yarder. I don't even know if that's a real thing. <laughs> Jamar Chase couldn't believe it. Bruh, after after those catches? <laughs> yeah. The, I couldn't believe tight. it either. <laughs> he was like, Bruh, that, I'm, that that one-handed catch in the, a, on was, the corner of the end zone? Oh, my goodness. It was incredible. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They should have counted that a touchdown off the that muscle. That should have been two touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they should have counted that a touchdown off the muscle, man. That was weak. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was weak. Welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we're here to give you the latest sports takes, debates, and you know the the, the news, the uh, all the all the news. We're gonna get to the news later with Phoenix Suns nasty owner. <laughs> and that's your look. That that was your guy, not your guy anymore. Yeah, it's never been my guy. <laughs> I've never, as long as I've hey, been baby. a Phoenix Suns fan, I've never <laughs> liked Robert Sarver. Let's keep that hey, out of here. Hey. Hey man, hey man, he made he made some good moves for y'all, kind of. No, Look, James I, Jones made some good moves. For okay, us. okay, okay. We'll we'll let James Jones have those. <laughs> yeah, that dude, that dude's a wild boy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> but we gotta start with Week One in the NFL because it was obviously all the hype around it. We'll start with the Super Bowl champs, one LA baby, getting beat down by the Buffalo Bills. Did this say more about the Rams or the Bills to you? The Rams. I mean. What is going on? <laughs> they look horrible. And I mean, yeah. they couldn't get anything going on offense. Defensively, they were getting torched on the run game. They were getting torched through the air. I don't know what Jalen Ramsey was doing. There's just a cooked. lot going on. Yeah, he was definitely getting, <laughs> getting cooked. cooked. Diggs was having his way with them. <laughs> he had that man in a blender all game. Yeah, it was crazy. Matt, Matt Stafford still throwing no-look passes, turning into interceptions. Interception. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper Cup still getting 15 targets a game. He, he's so <laughs> good. It's crazy. Loved it for my, loved it for my fantasy team. Same, but same. Yeah, <laughs> loved it for my fantasy team, but man. Yeah, the Rams really got beat down. Are you worried about that as the season moves forward? I know we're only in week one, but we are here for overreaction Mondays. Are you worried about them at all? Yeah, I am. Actually, okay. Um, they have, Why is that? They have major issues that they need to work out uh, on okay. both sides of the ball. Offensively, right. uh, the offensive line, the interior offensive line is a problem. Um, yep. Agreed. Matt Stafford obviously doesn't look like himself. Um, you he looked to, pretty normal to me. Matt Stafford <laughs> at the begin at the beginning of last season, he was leading the league in turnovers. Yeah. Like he he gets them up, yeah. but I think I think that he'll end up balancing out. I am a little worried that they're force feeding Cooper Cup mm-hmm. because he didn't really target. Uh, Where's Allen Robinson? Yeah, Allen Robinson. <laughs> Where I, is he I, I lost me for a second. He didn't target Allen Robinson nearly at all. I think he had two or three targets total. Yeah, like, he was supposed to come in and dominate. We thought that he was going to take all the you know. 
the stress off Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup still out here getting triple teams, still out here catching all the passes. Like, Allen Robinson has to get involved in that offense, and it really just shows me that OBJ last year was literally a huge help for them. Yeah. And Von Miller, man, I thought this dude was, you know, <laughs> getting up there in age, but he was on Stafford Woo! all night. Yeah. The Rams missed that. They need that. Like, Fowler and them boys are going to have to step up because Aaron Donald clearly can't do it by himself. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. No No doubt about it. It's it's just amazing, right? Because I really think that Vaughn Miller just <laughs> he he was looking forward to this one. Oh no, nah, he had that circle. <laughs> he had that circle. He had this plan. As soon as he got to the Bills, who's our first game? Rams bet. Yeah. I'm gonna get in shape. And the other I'm, question, I'm, gonna get, <laughs> I'm gonna get in shape. Where is Cam Akers? Like <laughs> Look, look, man. And honestly, look, honestly, look, I really think that it's a pass protection thing. I don't think they trust him in pass protection. Um, I, so th- there's there's something going on there with him and McVay. There has to be so- there has to be something bigger going on because he said after the game that he would like to see more urgency from Cam Akers. So I don't know if Cam wasn't taking the offseason seriously. I don't know if he wasn't conditioning well, but Cam Akers should be the lead back in that backfield. Yes, yes. And, and he, I want to say he got like what five or six carries, maybe. Yeah. I know fantasy owners everywhere were pissed because we thought this is going to be cam's breakout year i mean only a weekend but cam is not even starting right now definitely splitting carries and getting the lesser half of the Mm. split carries that's not gonna bode over well for me (laughs) for me personally (laughs) for fantasy owners and i don't think that that's gonna bode over well for the rams i think he's the better back yeah and i don't know what he did in the offseason but he needs to earn that trust back and really get on his game because they could use him they need him to split up the force feeding to cooper cup seriously i mean they need some balance on offense yes they do they're extremely one-dimensional right now so it's a problem yep right now I'm, i'm not gonna overreact and say that I'm worried about the rams right now because i think they've had a slow start now i know that mcveigh hasn't lost uh, that was his first, I think, opening loss, mm-hmm. like yep. in week one. He was 5-0. and mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm not really worried about them moving forward at this moment. Now, if this happens this coming week, we might have some problems. <laughs> but I still think – I I kind of believe in the Super Bowl hangover. Everybody's still, you know, just getting back into it. They they know that they're stars. They're a, they're a top-heavy team. Like, they're, they're a star-studded team. So I think that the stars are going to eventually play like superstars. Jalen Ramsey will be better. Um, I think that secondary will be better. And I, I'm hoping that Allen Robinson will be better and get more involved in the offense. Yeah, so, I mean, that's those are important things. I think defensively yeah. they need to find some kind of identity. They really don't have an an edge pass rusher of the Vaughn Miller like yeah. body type. They brought right. in they brought in the, the Hall of Famer uh in the middle of the defense as a, a middle linebacker, but I oh just, yeah, Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner. There you go. I got but they you. don't have they don't have the edge presence to really set the edge and also apply pressure from the edge right now. And, you know right. that's a problem. Right. Yeah, they they have some issues that they need to fix. I'm sure that they'll get them fixed because I do believe in McVay and the Rams, and they are obviously Super Bowl defending champions. So you know until otherwise proven, like if they if they look like this come week three, week four. We have issues, but right now I'm not going to overreact just like I'm not going to overreact with the AFC reps mm-hmm. from the Super Bowl, the Bengals, who fell to the Steelers. Yeah. Joe Burrow had a really bad game and struggled most of the whole first half, mm-hmm. all the way up until the mid-third quarter. 
got it turned around in the fourth, but obviously they weren't able to come away with the win yeah. in overtime against their division opponent, the Steelers. What does this say about Mike Tomlin and his team? First off, the defense looks tremendous, but yes. I would say this after the T.J. Watt injury, the pass, the pass rush kind of fell off. Yep. Um, and I'll also say on Joe Burrow's behalf, he did miss like four weeks of training camps. So, yeah, no, uh, I know. With, the, with the appendix injury. So I, I'm not. I, that, that's I'm why not, I said I'm not, yeah. I'm not worried about. I'm not Joe worried Burrow. about the Bengals or yeah. Joe Burrow. I think you know as he gets healthier, I think they'll yeah. be better. They'll yeah, they'll figure it out. They they have they have a crazy wide receiver tandem. They'll figure it out. Those yeah, boys T. are Higgins, still. I, we need to figure out what's up with him. I know he got hurt in that game. Yep. Yeah. Like the the main injury takeaway from that game was obviously T.J. Watt, who will not require surgery, so he's going to be out six weeks roughly, maybe a little longer than that on his pectoral. Yep. That's a huge blow for the Steelers' defense, who looked great. Yeah. Intercepted Joe Burrow's first pass for a pick six. Minka Fitzpatrick, Minka Fitzpatrick out there. Yeah, Minka Fitzpatrick out there. That dude right Ball there. Ball hawk. <laughs> yeah, he was making he was making plays. Did you take anything away from the Steelers' offense in Mitch? No. Uh, I think and I, <laughs> this is this is not Mitch's fault, but the offensive coordinator Matt Canada, he he has to figure it out. This is year two, um, and I, I just don't think he did a great job offensively of oh, putting guys yeah. in a position to thrive. Okay, um, and they have a lot of work to do on the offensive side of the ball. Okay, I will say in Mitch's defense, I'm, I'm obviously not going to come out here and say he played a great game because I don't think he did. But I think in overtime, he did have a, a nice little game-winning drive to mm-hmm. put them in position. Yeah. So, that I like, I can appreciate that. I still think that Pickett will eventually take over this offense. I'm not yes. sure when yes. that will be. Yes. But I do think that is the inevitable. But right now, I think Mitch can hold them afloat for, you know, the duration. And with them getting a jump out in the division lead, that, that's always a good thing. So, I mean, kudos to Steelers for pulling it off. I know we both picked the Bengals last yeah, week. Yeah. I did say that it would be closer, and obviously it was way too close. But <laughs> it was way too close. But, yeah, kudos to the Steelers. On to a game that wasn't so close, and that is the reigning MVP, A.A. Ron. Discount double-check Rodgers. <laughs> they got smoked in, in Minnesota by Kirk Coupons, 23-7. to Are the Pack in trouble, man? If they can't figure out production on offense, they are in deep trouble. Yep, um, I agree. He, You could tell during the game, Aaron Rodgers looks frustrated. I mean, dudes dropping wide open yeah, touchdown literally. passes. Wide like, open touchdown passes. I mean, even on the crossers, like he, he's putting it in the bread basket and guys are just yeah. passes. And it's, <laughs> he can't throw it any better. It's, it's ridiculous. Honestly, it it's ridiculous. Better. It's ridiculous that you can't, can't throw catch it the better. ball. Like, just catch the ball. <laughs> like, they, they use your hands. Right. <laughs> use and, your hands. And this is what Aaron Rodgers was talking about in his, in his post game presser was they beat themselves. They had plenty of opportunities to put points on the board and they beat themselves every single time. And defensively, I don't know what was going on. First off, why why is Justin Jefferson wide open twice for two <laughs> touchdowns? That's hey, a problem. Man, maybe, I, I don't know. Maybe he wasn't on the scouting report. I, I don't know. Maybe they were afraid of Jalen Rager. I, maybe. Like, maybe, maybe, maybe Dalvin Cook was on the scouting report. <laughs> And that's all that they seen. I, I guess they didn't realize that Justin Jefferson was him. It's like you're looking at the, these these touchdowns, and I'm just like, there's nobody 15 yards from him. Justin Jefferson's <laughs> second touchdown was so open that he turned around confused, wondering. <laughs> 
during where the defense was. And he was like, oh, wow, I actually have mad room. There's nobody around me. I can go crazy. Yeah. Like, I can I can go crazy. <laughs> let me go like, ahead and hit the gritty. Yeah, let me let me <laughs> the gritty was loaded, man. Like I was just I'm looking at some of these and I'm just like, wow, I guess Aaron Rodgers wishes he had that. It to me, the Green Bay Packers defense is gonna have to carry them this season. Yep, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna have to be a defense and a heavy dose of the run game with Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Yep. Because I just don't think that the receivers have it. And I know that there have been a lot of talks about, you know, Aaron Rodgers not playing in the preseason. Mm-hmm. He's the one who said they don't even need a preseason. But I think that building the, you know, the camaraderie, that bond with your receivers in the offseason is key. Like, I know a lot of quarterbacks, when they go to a new team or with new receivers, they go somewhere and at least practice, get some passes in. I, I think Aaron Rodgers kind of in the offseason, he does his own thing. He kind of just kicks it because he knows he's Aaron Rodgers in. He doesn't really have to practice or warm up, but these new receivers, they need to warm up. Well, like yeah. they don't have the hands. They, <laughs> they like they don't they don't have that route running that you're used to. They don't have that snapback, though those quick audibles that you're accustomed to. Like you don't have Devontae Adams anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like Devontae Adams had Devontae Adams had more receiving yards than the entire Packers offense. Yeah. <laughs> and more catches. Look, and probably more catches. Like yeah. Like he was out there cooking. Yeah, Devontae Adams did his thing over there in Vegas. Yeah, so, Aaron Rodgers, he just, I mean, his offseason ritual is, is go go get shrooms. Vibe. Yeah, yeah, he go vibe. Go, he going he gonna to go out and vibe. But here's the, here's the thing I'm going to push back on, too, is Aaron Rodgers has the same routine every year, right? Like, right. So my, my thing is he was there for training camp. Yeah. You know what I mean? The the, the wide receivers that were drafted were there. OTAs in training camp. Aaron Rodgers was there all training camp. If you can't work out kinks in training camp and you're not ready to catch a wide open ball. Yeah, they, they um, literally look unprepared. I agree. I agree. They, they just look unprepared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they look unprepared. Were you shocked at all at the Vikings? Because remember, I said the Vikings are going to be solid this year, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, did I pick the Vikings to win this game? Yep, you did. I think I picked the you Vikings did. to win this game. You did. Hey, man, I'm nice. I'm nice. <laughs> All right, calm like, down. Calm, I'm calm nice. down. <laughs> um, hey, this this was new know, revamped offense. Yeah, I mean they got a new new whole totally different new staff, new general yeah. manager. Like the entire yep. organization is pretty much all brand new at this point in time. They look good. Um, Kevin yep. O'Connell's doing a great job. He comes over from the Rams, so they have yep. a little bit of that McVay style. Yeah, that, that spread that spread type of that spread type of offense. And look, air it out a little more. Yep. Yeah, and you're gonna see you're gonna see a lot of kind of what you saw on Sunday, which is uh, you know they they're they're taking they're using their receivers to take guys away and open up the middle of the field yep. um and you saw you know kind of feeling and you know the other guys you know be able to run their yep. routes and they're taking two and three guys and then all the underneath stuff is wide open for justin jefferson or whoever else dalvin cook i mean he had a he had a decent game i think they need to get him more involved both i on agree the ground and in the passing game um but you know i i think that they they're they're in a good spot, right? I think that, you know, as long as Kirk Cousins, you know, doesn't turn the ball over, they should be on schedule offensively. They should be able to put up points. And they have a fast-paced offense. They should be able yeah. to work in tempo. They should be able to really control the game um, through the air, honestly, because um, that's what the this offense is going to be. It's going to be primarily through the air. They're going to try to be as balanced as possible. But, you know, my, my guess is, Thielen, Jefferson are going to get the majority 
uh, of, yeah, of those agreed. reps um, in the offense. Yeah, agreed. And a thing that I noticed over the weekend, especially in the first week, is the quarterbacks are going to go with who they're comfortable with. Correct. Like, you can see a disparity in a couple of these teams as far as like targets, receptions. Mm-hmm. Like Justin Jefferson had, I want to say, 11 targets. Yep. He had nine catches for 184. The next closest person had five targets, and that was Dalvin Cook. Like that, that was Dalvin Cook. That was your running back. Cooper Cup, same way. Like he had he had a ton of targets, and the next closest person probably had like four or five targets. Yeah. And you, the same thing with Devontae Adams in uh Las Vegas. Like I know that's his first year in Vegas, but you know, him and Derek Carr go way back since college, and they had that same camaraderie. And they had all the abundance of targets as well. So I think that the quarterbacks are going to have to learn to trust their wide receiver twos a little more yeah. uh, as the season goes on because defenses are going to start honing in on these number one receiver threats right. and to try to actually make you beat them with someone else. And I think Minnesota actually has weapons, Thielen mm-hmm. and Dalvin and others, just to, you know, make it happen. So I think this Vikings team is going to be really interesting to pay attention to on down the line. I agree. I think they're going to have – they're gonna be they're gonna be good. They're gonna be able to score score points at will. But again, this falls on the shoulders of Kirk Cousins. Yep. And I do not trust that man. So Kirk uh, coupons for a reason. We'll see, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got we'll, we'll see. I gotta make in the playoffs. On to that night cap. Same. Sunday night. Dak. Injured hand. Cowboys only scored three points of offense. I drafted Dak. Guess who's a loser here? Me. <laughs> me. Me. <laughs> Tom Brady, on the other hand, didn't have a great game himself. No, they won night, yeah. They won nineteen to three. But I have two questions from this game. One, what did, was your takeaway from the Bucks? And two, is the Cowboys season over? My takeaway from the Bucks is they have a lot of work to do. Okay. <laughs> um, pass protections, one, they have an issue. Uh, especially Michael Parsons was in that backfield. Yeah, especially on the edges, uh, they have you know le- left and right tackle. They have they have to improve. I mean, Donovan yep. Smith. Hopefully, he comes back soon. Tristan yep. Warps, I'm not worried about because he you know he's an All Pro yep. uh, right tackle, so he he should be able to settle in as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you look at the receivers. Chris Godwin's already out for multiple yeah. weeks with a hamstring injury yeah. again. Yep, that Mike, sucks. Mike Evans like came back too early. Mike, Mike Evans had a good game, obviously. Julio, he's he had a decent game. Julio he, had a decent he, game. He was okay. Um, I, I need you know clearly he's not the Julio of old, and you can kind of see that the way he's uh, obviously. I don't think we're yeah. we're gonna bring back the Julio of old, but I think for his role, like he had a couple of Jets tweets mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. I was like, yeah. this is stuff that you know. I know Tennessee was like, yo, who is that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. like Tom Brady can. I think Tom Brady will be able to bring out the best in anyone on offense. And I do think that they're struggling a little bit. The defense looks solid, though. Or or maybe the Cowboys' offense just look really bad. No, the, the Bucs are always going to be great on defense. I mean, Todd Bowles is there for a reason. Yep. Um, and that's, that is his defense. You know, you have guys at all three levels that can make plays. Um, and then you look at the Cowboys and, boy, do are they brevd of weapons. They have nobody to get the football. They look awful. Um, they CD, look awful. CeeDee Lamb, to this point, has not proven that he's a number one receiver. And yeah, um, and, he, and he has to be. He's supposed to be the one to step right. up. And not yep. only not only that, he he's, again, CeeDee Lamb, since he's been in the league, has been, I think, in the top five of drops um, in the NFL as far as wide receivers go. Um, and he dropped some passes also on Sunday. Um, he had 11 targets. He had two catches. 11 targets, two catches. Catches. That's ridiculous. That's horrible. Um, yeah, that's awful. 
and this is this is why this is why I, I was saying uh, with the with the Amari Cooper thing, I thought Amari Cooper was the best receiver on the team just because Amari Cooper, as much as people talk about him, a he's the he was the best route runner on the team. That's yep. without question, not number, even debatable. Number two, he scored more. He had more touchdowns. He had more yards. Like Amari Cooper when he was on the Cowboys, back to back to back a thousand yard receiving seasons. He was he was Dak's favorite target, especially in the clutch, and he made critical plays for that team. And that's why you trading him for a fifth round pick never made sense. But because they were they wanted money and they wanted to save, they had to trade him. But Amari Cooper, if you had him with that offense with Ceedee Lamb going back to his number two role and possibly back in the slot, which is basically mainly what he played. Better Michael, his role, his, a better role for him, right? Because Michael Gallup was on the other side, so. This is this is a situation to where Dallas Dallas must uh, they they might have miscalculated a lot of their roster moves. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, because <laughs> a Amari Cooper is leaving a huge void. Um, number two, we're gonna see how they look with Michael Gallup when he whenever he returns. Mm-hmm. But they are in trouble without Dak Prescott for the next three to four weeks. I guess Jerry Jones is trying to be I don't, optimistic. <laughs> And that and that and that that alone right there tells me that the Cowboys are in disarray. Yeah. That man should be out for seven weeks. I don't know why you're not putting him on IR. Um, that man should be out for at least seven weeks. But not putting him on IR, I feel like you're gonna rush him back early mm-hmm. and he's not gonna be the same. And you're gonna put all the expectations on his shoulders to try to carry you to the postseason. And it's not happening. I don't think Dallas looks good at all. Um, I watched all the NFC East over the weekend, and I think that Dallas actually looked the worst yeah, my God. Out, of, out of all the teams in the NFC East. So I don't think they'll finish in last, but who knows? They have some division games coming up with the Giants and the Commanders. If they lose, you know, both those games, they're in trouble. This yeah. looks like this looks like the Eagles division to lose right now. Yeah, yeah, and I, I would agree with that at this point. And I, I think that Dallas is is in a situation to where they they are they are in deep trouble with their culture for one the entire um, yeah the whole roster makeup like you said yeah. it, it just it's not what they thought it was mm-hmm. i know everyone's saying you know nfc championship yeah. i don't know if y'all gonna make it out of the division yeah. i don't and i don't think you're getting a wild card yeah. so yeah they they had they had some holes to fill man no, no doubt about it. All right, let's get some rapid fire going down to cover a little bit of the rest of the league. I'm going to ask you some quick questions. You can give me the quick answers. Bigger letdown, 49ers or Patriots? 49ers? Tell me. Man, what are we doing? I'm going to go with the Patriots, man. I think that the Patriots, even though they haven't beat Miami, I feel like in the last, like, 10 five, games. Five, yeah, five, or, yeah, five games they haven't beat Miami. Yeah, it's like it's it's something reckless. Like, I don't know how to keeps beating them. He's not great. <laughs> He only had he only had one touchdown. The Patriots offense just looks in disarray. Uh, it looks like you you talking about a team with no directional offense. I don't know what Mac Jones is doing. I mean, no, um, it's not. I don't know. Well, I don't know what they're doing in general. I'm going to say this. This is exactly what I expected from an offense that is run by Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. When <laughs> last year, okay, when Josh McDaniels was the offensive coordinator, Tua looked. I mean, I'm sorry, Mac Jones looked a lot better than he does now with him. When you yeah, it looked like he regressed. When you he's look, only played one yeah. game, but it looks like he's regressed. When you got Joe Judge and Matt Patricia as your offensive coordinators, co-offensive coordinators, those guys, <laughs> co-trash coordinators. Yeah. It's gonna be a long season. It's gonna be a very long season. 
how do you feel about the 49ers playing in those conditions? Do you think that was a one-off, or are you actually concerned about the Niners moving forward? No, so I, I think that the weather had a huge... Uh, the, that weather was horrible. It was terrible. terrible. What's funny is Chicago just got, like, new grass. <laughs> they they were bigging up new grass. It's like, yeah, y'all going to have to get a brand-new field again. Yeah. Because, because that field was trash. I'm, I'm still shocked that you know, Justin Fields, and then we're able to pull it out. Are you worried at all about Trey Lance? And should the 49ers be looking at Jimmy G? Um, No, I mean, I think it's too early to okay. sit Trey Lance right now. Um, but if we're if we're getting to weeks, you know, five, six, seven, and we're still Great. not seeing any progression from, you know, the yep. first-year starter, then, you know, you got to kind of figure out what to do because you have a roster that's ready to win now. Ready to win now. You have yep. veterans that are under contract that you're paying a lot of money to, to win. make a push, right? Yep. And you, that's the balance that they're playing right now with, you know, John Lynch and those guys. It's like, look, you brought you you guys chose to bring him back. Now, this is a situation to where everybody's going to be asking you every single week that Trey Lance struggles yep. What yep. about Jimmy G? And yep. you're in a situation Agreed. now where you created your own controversy. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. So we're going to see. Bigger surprise, Giants or Broncos? Broncos. <laughs> Just really bad clock management. Very bad clock management. Not only that, they're, they're um, a lot of, A lot of delay of games. Yeah, a lot of delay of games through that, throughout that game from the Broncos offense. They, I think they were struggling. Yeah, I mean the Broncos from start game game start to finish, they struggled. Um yep. offensively, they, they they had no traction on offense, no chemistry on offense. Agreed. Um way too many turnovers, way too many penalties. It was just like they were poorly prepared, poorly uh, executing on offense, and I think they have a lot of work to do before they're ready to contend in that division. And also defensively, you let uh Vic Fangio go. You fired him and you brought in, you know, the, this new staff defensively. You are getting tossed around at the line of scrimmage from the point yeah. of attack. Getting bullied. And getting bullied. when I say your defensive line was getting bullied, bullied. Other mm -hmm. than Bradley Agreed. Chubb, there was nobody really impacting the line of scrimmage at all, getting any pressure on the quarterback. Geno Smith was back there. I mean, he was enjoying himself. He was smart. Look, he was taking pictures on the sideline. There was nobody there. I mean, Bradley Chubb had two sacks, but nobody else was around him to pressure the quarterback. And I think that they have a they they are behind the A ball in that division. And I think I still think they're going to come in fourth place in this division. I think when oh, yeah. it's all said and done, it will be Chiefs. Chargers, Raiders, and then the Broncos. Yeah, no, nah, I think they have a lot of work to do. Obviously, I think Russ is going to be able to help fix some of those problems, especially even with the coaching. Like going forward on fourth and five, should, that should have been the call. Exactly. Russ is like a four, Russ is literally a fourth down, fourth quarter comeback type of quarterback. Yeah. Like the stats have proven it. You should have gave him at least another chance or call timeout. Maybe right. you get the ball back if you miss the field goal, but that clock management was just bad. Yeah. All right, man, give me your overall biggest disappointment from week one. It would be that. It would be the Broncos. Okay. You don't. You lost to the Seahawks. Yeah. I mean, they, come, come on, man. What, what are we doing? You're supposed right. to be a contender in the NFC West. Like, come on. Mine's gonna be the Colts. I'm gonna make this short and quick because I want to keep moving mm -hmm. forward. You tied with the Texans in Week One. Grow up. I told you like, about the Texans. I like, told grow you. up. Like, yeah, you told me about that, but you also said the Colts are gonna win this game, I and did. I said I the picked. same thing. I picked the Colts. <laughs> we both have said many times that the Colts have a 
top 10 offense and defense o-line d-line like as far as personnel they are a win now team and i feel that you know matty ice can at least give them a decent playoff push but your time with the texans in week one grow up like like seriously what are we doing i will say this though the texan defense looks phenomenal their defense looks really good no i agree with that i think the texans definitely played you know above their means per se and i do think in week one in general you can't really overreact to teams that aren't good because they don't really understand that they're trash yet i think once it settles in that yo we're not that good then we'll actually start sucking but I think everyone wants to think that they have a chance in week one, week two. But, you know, lo and behold, the, the real teams will separate themselves. So that that's Let's how I'm going to so. look at it. Let's hope so. Yeah, that's how I'm going to look at it. Give me your superlative of the week. Who you got? I mean, Justin Jefferson's the MVP of the week. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take Justin Jefferson. I was going to say Pat Mahomes. Five touchdowns, mm-hmm. four different receivers. Hey, man, Chiefs look good. What, is, what was Kyler Murray doing? Like, hey, clearly they weren't studying none of them. None of, none of them. Like, like none of them were studying the playbook. I, I, I say we put it back in the contract. <laughs> For everybody, I say, him and Cliff. Yeah, I say we put it back in the contract because nobody was studying, clearly. That was, that was an All embarrassing right. game. Yeah, man. All right, week two predictions. You ready? Let's get it. Thursday, Chargers Chiefs to kick it off. This is going to be a great, great game. At least we hope. We got Jay Herbo going to Arrowhead against Pat Mahomes. Who you got? Patty Mahomes. Give me the Chiefs. <laughs> All right. Give me the Chiefs as well. I think the Chiefs offense looks really good. Yeah. The Chargers defense looks all right, too. Yeah. I know we didn't really talk much about them. They did play the Raiders, a division game. Got the dub. I know that Keenan Allen went down with an injury. I'm not sure to the extent of that injury. Mm-hmm. But I think that this is going to be a a high-flying game. I think it's going to be a lot of points. But give me the Chiefs in a close one. Sunday, kick it off. Jets, Browns. Who you got? (laughs) Browns. (laughs) Yeah, give me the Browns, too. Um, This this is not going to be much in this game. Big Bake let me down, obviously, in the closing moments. Not really happy about it. But, you know, life goes on, man. Commanders, Lions. Who you got? Give me the Lions. I think that's okay. His, yeah. and I, I would say this: the Lions' front, um, their their line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball is really good. Great. They're very aggressive, Great. and they're going to get after you. Um, hey and, man, and they're they playing protect. for Dan the Man. They're yeah, playing for they Dan are. the Man Campbell over there. They're playing, and they their line of scrimmage is really good. So that's something yeah. to watch for. I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions win this game, but give me the Commanders. I I know we didn't talk about it, but mm-hmm. Carson Wentz had a great. I'm not going to say great, but Carson Wentz played good. Carson Wentz played pretty good over there, and they were able to pull out that late victory against the Jags. And the Eagles, who beat the Lions, also, you know, kind of let me down because you're supposed to cover the spread. I needed that. <laughs> um, you were up 21 points at one point. What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. But, like, so, yeah. But, yeah, like, literally blowing my pockets there. But give me the commanders in a close one. I would not be surprised, though, if the Lions won this game. Bucks saints who you got? Give me the Bucks. Okay. I'm going to take the Saints. Okay. Uh, only simply because the Saints beat the Bucks all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they lost two key pieces in the secondary as well. They did, but Michael Thomas looks pretty good. He does. Like, he does. Michael, Michael, Michael Thomas looks pretty good. And I don't think that that Bucks offense looks as good, especially, you know, on the line of scrimmage. And losing Godwin, I think, is going to be pretty big and major, yes, for, yes. major for Tom Brady. I think he rushed back a little too early. Give me the Saints in a close one. Panthers, Giants, who you got? Give me the Panthers. 
Big bake. Yeah, get bake. Bake gets his first victory. Yeah, give me the Panthers in a close one. I think that this is gonna have to come down to who's gonna have less turnovers, Daniel Jones or Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah. And in his first game, Saquon looked good. I know that they beat the Titans off a late two point conversion. But yeah, give me the Panthers on the road in a close one. Patriots, Steelers, who you got? Give me the Steelers in a close one. Give me the Steelers as well. I just don't think the Patriots have it. No. Straight up. Offense or defense, I don't think they have it. Give me the Steelers in a close one. Coach Jaguars, who you got? Give me the Jags. Wow. Okay. Psych, give me the Colts. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the Colts. Hey, man, give me the Jags. I will be in Duval for this game on Sunday. So, yeah, I'm I'm, going to be in Jacksonville. First home game, uh, me me and a few of the boys are going to be out there, you know, repping my boy D-Wolf. So, give me the Jags, man. Duval, stand up. (laughs) Dolphins, Ravens, who you got? Give me the Ravens. Give me the Ravens, too. I think this game is going to be fairly close. I do think the Dolphins have weapons, but in the end, it's it's Tua versus Lamar. Like, what are we doing? Give me Lamar 10 times over. And DuVernay, you had a great game. Keep it up. Shaw Bateman as well. Keep it up. Yeah, keep it keep, keep it up. I like to see it. Falcons, Rams, who you got? Give me the Rams. Bounce back win. Yeah. Give me the Rams and a bounce back win. I actually think that this game shouldn't be close. Um, I feel like the Rams are going to dominate and do what they need to do. Sorry, Falcons. It's just not your time. <laughs> Um, I think you are one of the teams that suck and just don't realize it yet. So no, they just the blew another lead. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seahawks 49ers. Who you got? Give me the 49ers and a bounce back win. Give me the 49ers and a bounce back win. But I think this game is going to be pretty close. Gino didn't play that bad. No, he didn't. Yeah, Gino didn't play that bad. And I don't think that the 49ers really know what they're doing right now on offense. I know that game was very dirty and gross, but. I think that they're going to have to figure out their identity per se, or the questions are going to keep arising. Is Jimmy G need to stand in or step up and be the starter for Trey Lance? So give me the 49ers in a very, very close one. Bengals, Cowboys. Bengals. Bengals. (laughs) Yeah, Bengals bounce back, much needed win. Texans, Broncos. I'm going to take the Broncos and bounce back. Oh, Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I got I got the Broncos in this game, man. You see the Texans beating them on the road yep. in the Maha. Yep. All right, that's where we disagree. Cardinals, Raiders, who you got? Raiders. Yeah, give me the Raiders. Kyler Murray, I don't know what you're doing, but Big. I don't think you really necessarily <laughs> care what's going on. You got paid already, so, yeah, give me the Raiders. Bears, Packers. Packers, right? Packers, it has to be Packers. Packers, Packers. Packers. It has, has to be Packers, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, he's going to get these receivers in order, so give me the Pack. Two Monday night games. We got Titans, Bills, obviously Bills. Bills. We're going Bills for sure. Vikings, Eagles. To close it out, who you got? Vikings. Give me the Eagles. Wow. I think this is going to be a big test for Minnesota and and for Jalen Hurts. But give me the Eagles in a very very tight one. Okay, I got I got Minnesota in a close one. All right, yeah. Now we'll we'll see Monday night going against the squad. I like it. All right, man, some college football news before we get to those quick takes. Six teams in the top 25, including Texas A&M, Notre Dame, Baylor, all losing and just really embarrassing losses. Baylor's not so much because they played a ranked team in BYU. But Notre Dame, not having a win in 2022, they're real losers. they're, they're real losers. But I think I think even I mean Notre Dame obviously is bad, but Texas A and M. I mean, come on. 
The yeah, you was, giving, you, you was giving me the updates for that game <laughs> over the weekend. And you, you literally told me, you said, I don't think A&M's going to pull this off. Yeah, I was watching the game. I was like, man, App State is putting it on them right now. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Lo and behold, they didn't. I'm embarrassed for Jimbo, man. What are you doing over there? All them but five-star no, recruits. <laughs> dude, yeah, number one recruiting class yeah. in the country. Number one recruiting <laughs> class in the country. I just can't get over Notre Dame, man. Like I, I honestly can't. I just can't get over it. Losing to Marshall, yeah. like a twenty-point favorite. You lose your quarterback. You have no direction on offense. Y'all stink. Yeah. Like, like I'm just, I'm gonna just be real with it. Y'all stink. Like I know Feinbaum been saying it this whole time. Y'all stink. Y'all are overrated, and I'm glad y'all aren't ranked anymore. Like zero and two to start the season, not a good start. For Freeman's, you know, college football coaching career in Notre Dame. I will say this though, I, look, I'm a, I'm going to give Marcus Freeman some leeway because that's not what? His, I'm, I'm, it's getting, not I'm his getting roster. There. I'm getting there. <laughs> this is this is not his recruiting class. Okay. These, these guys are not his guys. These were Brian Kelly's guys, and I think Marcus Freeman is is going to have success in the future. So I'm not going to throw him, you know, out completely right now. Clearly, they need to do a better job offensively. They're horrible. They're um, awful, dude. And I, I think I think that we need to give him at least a year, maybe two years, because Oh no, for sure. <laughs> um he needs his recruiting class. Oh no, I I agree that it's not his recruiting class. And I'm not blaming him, but you're Notre Dame. You're you're at home and you're playing Marshall. Yeah, yeah, there there's no way you shouldn't be able to come out with a victory. Like you're supposed to be prided on dominating the line of scrimmage, running the ball, having a great defense, and none of that. Is what I've seen over the weekend. Yeah, I'm off the. I'm off Notre Dame. I wasn't on them before, but now pack them up. <laughs> pack and pack them up. They don't mean anything to me anymore. Anybody beating them, anybody can beat them at this point. Like you <laughs> and UNC Charlotte might have a shot. I don't know. Yeah. Like, like, like I don't know. Let's talk about Texas, man. Your boys almost mm-hmm. should have pulled it off. Should have pulled it off in my book. I didn't see anything before the end of the first quarter, but should have put it off in my book. Moment was just a little bit too big and some iffy play calling at the end. How you feel about Texas, man? Yeah, I think I think Texas is on a rise. I think that Sark is doing a good job of getting the guys in here, bringing the coaches in as well, uh, bringing Gary Patterson on on his staff this year to help with the defense was a tremendous hire. I would say that I think Texas pulls this out. Quinn Ewers was in the game, obviously. Right. Like when Quinn right, Ewers right. went out the whole game kind of shifted a little bit because honestly Quinn was dealing uh Xavier Worthy was balling B. John Robinson Ozari you know he was doing B. John things like Texas was rolling on both sides of the ball at that point in time and then when yeah. Quinn got hurt he, they were in the red zone they were within the 15 and it kind of shifted when C- Hudson Card went in because he's shaky he's very very shaky Quinn was de- like I said him and Xavier uh, Worthy were dealing like they were having a great Games. Xavier Worthy, I think he had over 100 yards and a TD or something like that. B. John had a touchdown. Like, the guys were playing very, very well. Quinn, I think in the first first quarter, first quarter and a half, had, you know, over 100 yards throwing and in two touchdowns, I think, something like that, or a touchdown. Like, he, he was playing very, very well for that big time of game, right? Like, you know, technically this is still his freshman year in college because he didn't play at Ohio State. Um, this is this is a situation where I'm not worried about Texas. I'm okay. worried about Bama. Um, yeah, I agree. Will Anderson I agree. was a shell of himself. 
Um, the Alabama pass rush wasn't getting home. Um, and honestly, with good QB play playing against Alabama, you can beat them. And you know their DB, their DBs are very grabby. Mm-hmm. Um, this it's a it's a big it's a big issue either way. I'm more worried about their offense. I don't think those receivers are the receivers, obviously of old. Right. I feel like they're I feel like they're gonna have some issues. Jameson Williams is not coming back. Right. <laughs> like right. Devontae Smith is not walking through that door. I mean, he might, but he's gonna be in the stands. Right. Like, but I think I feel like they have some issues out there. I think it took really a Heisman, you know, performance from Bryce Young to obviously do what he can mm-hmm. do best yep. and create plays on his own. But I feel like, yeah, it, I feel like it, Texas more so lost that game than Bama won that game. I agree. Game. I agree. I think I think Texas definitely had that in the bag. And I think right now I can say head and shoulders that Georgia is, to me, is clearly the best team in the country. Correct. And I don't think it's close. Nope. I, I personally don't think it's close. I think Georgia would mop the floor with Bama right, right at this point. I agree. Like, I think Will Anderson, he will be better. Obviously, Bama had a ton of penalties, not Nick Saban-esque. He will correct that. I feel whoever they play this week, big bounce back. It, it is going to be brutal for whoever their opponent is this week because Bama is Bama is upset. They are not happy about squeezing out that win, and they're definitely not happy about being number two now in the rankings. We have a big matchup, though, that I wanted to touch base with real quick. You got AM looking to recover this week against the U, Miami. Who win that game? Miami. Wow, Miami, Miami on the road being being AM. Yes. If AM loses that game, AM has a real problem. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and Jimbo has to go to the drawing board quick. <laughs> like Jimbo's gonna have to go to the drawing board. I'm gonna take AM in a close one. Miami's offense is electric. I do think they can put up points, mm-hmm. and I do think that I'm not gonna say the U is necessarily back, but they are going to compete and contend in the ACC this year. And I hate saying that because they're obviously rivals of Florida State, right. but yeah, it, it's definitely going to be a close one. I think that AM is going to pull it off. And one team that I am keeping my eye on now, I know that it's early and they play in a fairly weak conference, but I'm watching USC now. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm watching what USC is doing. Caleb Williams can put up points in bunches, obviously. Um, they, they have all those transfers. They have Riley. Like they, 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 have, they have the pieces. And their defense is playing pretty good so far. Once they play Utah, I think, you know, they'll be a little more battle tested. We'll see what happens there when they get into the meat of their schedule playing UCLA and those teams. But I'm keeping my eye on them right now for the time being. All right, man, some quick takes before we get out of here. Jets coach Robert Salah said he's taking receipts. He's taking notice. He said they're all watching. We're keeping receipts of all those who criticize his team, the Jets. And he said we want them to keep that same energy. When things change, don't are worry. you scared at all? We will. We, <laughs> don't worry. We will. <laughs> Yo, I want you to double down on the receipts. Make sure you keep my name beside it. It was me. My I name said y'all were trash. Me. Yeah. It was me. I, I, it was me. I said you were trash. Yo, don't tell me you're keeping receipts and you went like 4-13 and 13 last you year. You are the Jets. We, yeah. are, we do I, not I, care. I promise. You can you can keep the receipt. You can throw it away. It, it, it don't make me no never mind. <laughs> like knock it off, man. From one Robert to another, another. Excuse me, Robert Saver, son's owner. Sarver. Sarver. Excuse me. Nasty. Whatever. Whatever you want to call his last name. Nasty man is what I'm gonna call him. Find ten million suspended for the year. 
for workplace conduct, use of racial language, sex-related statements, harsh language, and a laundry list of other inappropriate behaviors. Deshaun, defend it. Look, man. <laughs> there's nothing to defend. Phoenix Good. Suns fan, ha- they, we, we have never liked Robert Sarver. He has owned the team for like 18 years, and yep. he's been horrible. He's Stuff been horrible. dating back to 20, 2004. Yeah, yeah. That gross dude, man. Yeah, he's he's an awful human being. He's terrible. Um, I mean, he was cheap at one point in time. Now he's willing to pay a little bit more, but he was cheap at one point in time, not trying to pay players. Like, it, it's bad. It, it, he's been an entirely horrible owner, um, and I hope that the Board of Governors go ahead and vote him out. Yeah, I want I want the rest of the owners to vote him out. Strip him of the team. Like, I feel like this penalty is light for him. A year-long suspension, you know, that that hits. But $10 million, that's like $20. Yeah, man. I mean, he's a billionaire. He's <laughs> like, yeah, he's a he's a billionaire. What's $10 million to a billionaire? Like, the, I, I just feel like in the allegations, the amount of people, the amount of workers over the years, like, this is a long, yeah. long list. And, like, this investigation has been over a year long. But these these allegations date back almost 20 years. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm really I'm really concerned with the NBA too because when Rob when all this started to come out, Baxter, Baxter Home story about a year ago. Yep. When this story came out the first time, it took Robert Sarver was also on the he's a chairman of a, of a bank too. Yep. It took his bank less time to kick him out than it took the NBA to come down with a verdict. His bank yeah. basically fired. They fired him. He's gone. Yep. Yep. Um, the NBA needs to go ahead and, you know, Adam Silver, the, he needs to get all the owners together and then they need to go ahead and vote him out. This this can't happen. And blatantly, you see in the in the article all the things that this man was doing, saying. He was wild. It it's some of the most, like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, how is this allowed like, in the he workplace? Was, he was literally talking to female employees about his package per se <laughs> like package, yeah package, like, package like yeah like, I, I don't want to say it yeah. i don't want to say the word like <laughs> like he just like he just going up to employees yeah you know so i got i got a nice one like whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. oh my god <laughs> sir yo getting the n-word off this dude's crazy yeah, what's up with him yeah he got like go. yeah like he's gotta go like strip him of the team if you if they don't have any further punishment, can you see this turning into a situation where players, you know, start refusing to play for him? And the what do we have with the what was the last guy? Um, I forgot Donald the Sterling. last. Yeah, Donald Sterling. Can mm-hmm. you see a situation like that happening? Look, I, I don't I don't know where Chris Paul and Devin Booker's head is right now, mm-hmm. um, but I, I will tell you if they refuse to show up to training camp and they refuse to play. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's going to make major headlines, and I'm okay. telling you, yeah, the NBA does not want that because a the Suns are they have a lot of primetime games this year. True, <laughs> they want the superstars to be playing. So yeah, this is Agreed. this is a situation to where the the NBA needs to just do what's right. There's no way you read through all this evidence and you interviewed over 320 people and you don't go ahead and build this man out and force him to sell the team. I agree. No, I I agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying. I hope that he's forced to sell the team and they get him out the paint. He has to go. Yeah. 
Fantasy football squad, man. How'd you do? I lost by one point because that got hurt. I'm Literally. in three leagues. I went two and one. I almost went three and no. Had Javante Williams, you know, scored some points. <laughs> he fumbled <laughs> instead, the of, instead of fumbling on the goal line. <laughs> instead of fumbling on the goal line. Yeah, that's yeah, I, was t- I was two and one. Okay. Yeah, I'm all one to start the season. It's all good, man. Nothing like a champ. We can bounce back. One LA, we're going to do this, baby. Anthony Joshua to fight Tyson Fury on December 3rd. Why is Anthony Joshua still trying to fight? Good luck. It's, it ain't going to be a long fight. It's, it's not even good luck. It's good night. Because he's going he's gonna to get clocked and lose. Like, this it's is a waste a of time. Fight. Yeah, I don't, even know, I don't even know why Tyson Fury is really taking this. Lock of the week. I know I lost my lock because I picked the Saints, if I remember correctly. And they had to come back behind the talent of my boy Famous Jameis. But he let me down. 0-1 on the lock of the week. I think you are also 0-1 with your lock of the week, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, I faded the Jets. Did you pick the Ravens? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the Ravens, <laughs> Ravens were crazy. I don't know why I thought you picked the Bengals. Yeah, I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why I thought you picked the Bengals. Okay, so all right, one and zero, zero and one. All right, since you're one and zero, give me your week two lock of the week. Who you got? I got Detroit minus two against the Commanders. Okay, okay, I will take that and I will raise you a Panthers. Actually, no, I lied. I'm gonna take the Steelers plus one and a half against New England. Because the Patriots are favored on the road, and I have no idea why after you seeing what Mac Jones and company did in Miami. I don't know why they're favored in this game. So, yeah, give me the Steelers plus one and a half against the Patriots. Take it to the bank. Book it. All right, man, that's all I got. I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. Remember, Black Lives Matter. They always mattered and will forever matter. Guys. Starting to get a little nippy. Not really. It's actually still pretty warm where I am. (laughs) It's just the sun's going down a little earlier. I'm capping. I'm just ready to get my fall fits off. (laughs) But guys, just continue to mask up. Social distance where you can. Get vaccinated if you haven't. Don't even know if it's still a thing, but just do it anyway. Guys, remember to please keep those in prayer that need it. The Brittany Griner situation, the Ukraine situation. All those family and friends, the strong ones who, you know, Seems strong, but you don't know everybody's situation. So just continue to pray for everyone and those in need. We appreciate y'all. Yeah, guys, we love and appreciate all the things you're doing, listening and, and tuning into our, our show every week. Guys, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all the other streaming platforms you listen to us on. We appreciate it. Also, guys, do not forget on Apple Podcasts to leave us a five-star rating and also leave a review. Please, please, please go ahead and do that for us. Five-star reviews. We need those. And Robert Salah, you heard it here. I'm telling you, it's me. I said it. Y'all stink. (laughs) Last week, Deshaun said that y'all are going to get blown out. What happened? Right on cue. Blown out. We we are they. They are us. We don't believe in you. Prove us wrong. I bet you won't. Rinse out, it ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze, mop with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Racked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood, I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like Tip. Sound like to me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is a swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no addy. This is the wave to give them the feeling. Rappers be capping, no, I don't feel you. Feel like
like the man when I walk through the building. Too many scars need spiritual healing. I got a million dreams. I got a million schemes. We going crazy, we going crazy. We got the winning team.